Welcome to the Music Mindfully Podcast with your host, Aliyah Elliott. This is a place where musicians come to get inspired, to conquer their fears, to overcome self-doubt, and learn to love their music and themselves a little more every day. Let's make music mindfully. Hello and welcome back to the Music Mindfully podcast. This is your host, Aliyah Elliott, and I am so happy to welcome you back to another episode. Today, we are going to be talking all about holidays, which is really timely. In my own personal traditions, we are celebrating Christmas, and uh, it's a really, really wonderful and busy time of year. But along with the holidays, regardless if it's Christmas or Hanukkah or Easter or heck, even Thanksgiving, there can be a lot of stress and expectation put around the holiday. And as musicians, we know that around holidays, there are extra gigs and extra expectations on us, both as performers and as teachers Uh, with a whole bunch of performances happening. So how do we manage all of the things that are expected of us as musicians in addition to managing all of our expectations as just human beings? It's Christmas. So for me, that means buying gifts, visiting with family, traveling to visit family, preparing food, and there's a lot of moving pieces when it comes to managing the holidays. And I know that this time can be very, very stressful, especially for those of you who have uh, large families or who have children of your own. So that's why today I thought I'd give you a few tips to help you manage the holiday stress. Now, There are several different ways that you can go about managing the stress uh, with the holidays, but the biggest one that I have found to be the most successful is setting boundaries. Now, this is going to look different for every single person because all of our situations around the holidays are different. But the point of creating boundaries is so that you can protect your own energy. This is a time of year where there are expectations coming at us from every angle. And having boundaries allows you to really put into perspective what your own expectations are of how those expectations are handled. Now, let me dive into that a little bit further. For example, if you have a concert coming up and your in-laws want to visit and you need to visit with your own family and maybe you've got uh, a work function where you are in charge of bringing a dish and all of these different priorities and expectations are piling up in one big schmoz called the holiday hustle. This is where you need to create boundaries for yourself and boundaries for others to be able to manage everything in a way that is healthy. So the first boundary that you need to have for yourself is knowing your limit, knowing when to say no. And know that no doesn't have to mean no, never. But sometimes the boundary of no, not right now is enough. 
if you are being invited to several homes for different functions and you need that precious, precious practice time to get ready for your holiday gigs, then setting that boundary of I need this time in my day as sacred practice time is going to allow you a hard and fast rule to decide, is this uh, social engagement really in my best interest right now? Again, that doesn't mean you have to be uh, set in stone. You can be flexible with your own schedule and within your boundaries. But the point is that if you accept every single invitation, you are going to be losing that practice time and you will feel more stressed going into your gigs, right? That is just one example of how setting boundaries is so important. And these are the boundaries that you can set for yourself. Now, as for other people, you should set boundaries with them as well. If you have, say, a family member who is really demanding uh, and, you know, expects you to spend all of your time with them, or perhaps they have an expectation that you are going to buy a really extravagant gift or that you are going to host them for two whole weeks while they visit. Whatever the situation is, if that doesn't feed your soul, if what they are asking of you seems like too much and it gets overwhelming, that's where you need to have an honest conversation about your own boundaries, about what your limits are. Now, when you're setting boundaries with others, it can be a little touchy. So I advise you to make sure that you are always speaking in the kindest possible way. If someone is asking if they can come and visit you and stay at your house for a month and you have a lot of other things to do, but maybe you're okay with them being there, let them know. Sure, you can come and stay at my house. That's, that's great. I'd be happy to have you. But I need you to know that Monday to Friday are my work days and I have students coming to the house. So that means that I would ask either that you're doing something really quiet at that time or maybe that you can use that time as an opportunity to go and explore the city. Boundaries right? It makes it easy. Now, if you don't want them to come and stay for that long, you just have to be honest about that too. The truth around boundaries, especially when setting them with other people, is that even that initial conversation might be difficult. In the long run, it is going to make your relationship with that person better because you have clear expectations of what you want and need from one another. You have clear expectations laid out so that it's black and white. There are rules to follow and we humans, even though we might protest, we do love rules because it makes things predictable. When we do not set those boundaries in our relationships, when we do not communicate our needs, then that's when feelings end up being hurt. That's when frustrations run deep. And that is when 
we start feeling those icky feelings towards other humans and that negative energy creeps into the relationship and sooner rather than later, that relationship will snap. Something will happen and all of those little frustrations that could have been dealt with by setting a simple boundary in your relationship, by having that open communication sort of boil over in this volcanic explosion of anger and frustration. So set those boundaries this holiday season with yourself and with those around you. And it will make this time feel so much easier and calmer and less chaotic because you have some expectations in place. Now, speaking of expectations, it's important that you take time to rest. They're called the holidays for a reason. So even though as musicians, we are constantly uh, in, in a state of consistent learning, we need to make sure that we are also taking time to just enjoy, to enjoy the sweet little moments around us. So I challenge you to carve out some time in your schedule where you can just sit back, relax, and do whatever it is that fills your cup. We as musicians are so lucky that our jobs are so, well, they should be. (laughs) They should be so fulfilling, right? We don't go into a career in music because we hate it, okay? We go into music because we love it. And that doesn't mean that it's not difficult and that doesn't mean that it's not work. But it means that we need to be even more mindful about taking that time away. About taking that time off. Because music is so much a part of who we are. So that doesn't mean that you have to stop making music through the holidays. No, no. I want you to just make music for fun. Maybe you'll pull out that book of carols or that book of pop songs that you've just sort of thrown on your shelf and you haven't touched in ages because you've been focusing on preparing music for your gigs or preparing maybe accompaniments for your students, what have you. Make music just for fun. And that constitutes as rest and self-care too. Really, think back. As a professional musician, how often do you work on music that you don't have to work on? That you don't, you know, have a goal for, you're not planning to produce this song or perhaps, you know, put it on the internet or perform it live. How often do you do that? I know for myself in my busy life, I certainly do not do that enough. And that doesn't mean I don't love making music even when it's things that I have to do. But it has that that weight of expectation around it. So remove that expectation. Pull out some old favorites and do your thing. Now there's one other tool that I want to give you and well, really remind you of because you, I'm sure, have already been practicing it. It's gratitude. These busy, busy holiday seasons are full of magic. 
They're full of times of togetherness, of collaboration. They are times for giving. They are times for pure joy, if you allow them to be so. It is easy for all of this good stuff to be overshadowed by all of the things on your to-do list leading up to and during the holidays. But what would happen if instead of loathing those tasks, instead of feeling the weight and the heaviness and some dread around all of the things that you need to do, what if you turned that on its head and thought about how lucky you are to have those expectations in the first place. Think about how lucky you are to have your church gig that allows you to have work. Think about how lucky you are to sing this beautiful Christmas music with your church choir. Think about how lucky you are to have a family to travel and meet. Think about how lucky you are to be able to bring a dish to that potluck, to have those times of togetherness. Be grateful for the sparkles that end up everywhere. Be grateful for the moments that you get to feel some tension in your relationships too. Because those moments of tension, which so often arise uh, at the height of holidays when everyone is stressed, those moments of tension are only going to make your relationship better. And the reason that that tension is there in the first place is because you care deeply about that person and you care deeply about your relationship. By practicing gratitude, it helps you stay in the present. It helps you remember who you are, where you are, and just how lucky we truly are to live the lives that we do. So when you're in the hustle and bustle of this busy, busy holiday season, I challenge you to take a pause. Take three seconds and think about three things that you can be absolutely grateful for in that very moment. And the more times that you hit pause as you're going through your busy, busy holiday season, the more times that you are able to really live in gratitude in the present moment, I think you'll notice that you will feel more joy, more ease, more connection, and a beautiful sense of relief from the stresses of this busy season. Now to all of my beautiful listeners out there, I just want to wish you a very, very happy holiday season. I hope that you are full of joy, of music, of laughter, and I cannot wait to see you again on the next episode of the Music Mindfully podcast. Know that I am so, so grateful for each and every one of you every single week. And I just wish all the best for you in this holiday season. 
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Music Mindfully podcast. Did you have an aha moment? Did something really resonate with you? Be sure to let me know. Screenshot this episode, share it on social media, and don't forget to tag me at Music Mindfully. I would also love to chat with you, so feel free to hop on into my DMs. I cannot wait to connect with you on the next episode of the Music Mindfully podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss out. Until then, go make music mindfully.